Well, welcome back to this particular show that maybe you've listened to before. Maybe you're listening to it for the first time, but welcome. Perhaps. Yes. Thank you for coming. I am Lil Nas X's seamstress. And I am Julio Jones, and this is the Reed Bitch. It is. Uh, Lil Nas X on SNL. I didn't watch it, but I saw the clips and I just died. Like we'll I feel like that. such a proud gay Amy. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Let me not let me no. not jump ahead of myself. <laughs> but I was just so proud, you know, my little gay babies. Isn't that I'm what it feels gay. like? It is. Like, look at the little gays growing up. Oh my god. You like want to pat them on their head. <laughs> oh, I remember when I was your age. I really am I'm I'm like I I really enjoy that he exists and is doing what he's doing and i'm fascinated to see the effect that it will have on young black gay kids because i certainly did not have you know a a black chocolate gay man openly having niggas grind on him and okay okay we'll get there Yeah. So um, this week in our Black Excellence, I would like to dedicate this time to one Led Bradshaw and his son, Jake. So they're going uh, super viral and getting super famous because they created a comic book series together called Jake Jet Pulse. Now, Led son Jake uh, was diagnosed with autism when he was three years old. And so his dad enrolled him in art therapy classes and stuff like that. And then through uh, his schooling, he was able to use his talent as an actual professional comic book artist to inspire Jake to learn and be a superhero badass superstar. So he said uh, Jake was in the second grade and there was a parent teacher conference about his ability to remember like sight words and spelling i was like well could i have a list of the sight words the kids are learning this is what his dad said and mm-hmm. so he made flashcards with a superhero inspired by jake on the back of the flashcard that would list the sight word on the card so that was kind of his way of like mixing educational activities with I a superhero that. that's based on his kid that looks like his kid and from there jake was like yes first of all learning awesome loving it loving it <laughs> also this comic book thing loving it love the fact that i'm the star of it let's create more and so yeah. they <laughs> naturally <laughs> they uh, would sit uh, side by side he uh says that he gives jake a final say on the illustrations of the characters um and yeah they've been able to publish these comic uh this comic story about jake jet pulse and not only is it popular at home it's popular at school too he had to make extra copies for the other students because they were standing uh jake is a star <laughs> he's a superstar and the girls can only take or see i love that that's just that's beautiful parenting. The fact that his dad was like, okay, so this is what's going on. And also, I'm going to still find a way to connect to my son and make sure he is learning and also feeling valued and respected. I'm like, some of y'all really be having daddies. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, I am very impressed. So, shout out to this young man and his father. That is, oh, I just love that. Can you buy it or can, yeah. like, can like regular people buy it? Mm-hmm. Luckily, I was happy to see that at the end of this article, there is, in, in fact, a link 
over at Amazon for the new adventures of Jake Jet Pulse. And I got a little taste oh of God. what else is going on in there because they've got different kinds. Like this one is reading and math skills activity book. There's a beginner's reading book. There's one called Trolls versus Goblins. And apparently Jake Jet Pulse, the superhero, has uh friends named Julia, who I love her st- Julia is styled like someone I can't put my finger on. A character and something I like, but I can't put my finger on it. And then there's also a character called Mars the Troll. Um <laughs> And apparently this young boy also came up with their backstories and lore. So, like, I'm going to put a link in the description if you would like to support. I think there's five different paperbacks you can get. And hopefully there will be more uh, to come. So, you guys know I'm a huge nerd. (laughs) And I love sweet stories like that. So, it melds all the things that I enjoy. Amen. That is beautiful. Also, I wanted to take time to say rest in peace to Paul Mooney. Um, Shattered. I was Mm. shattered when I heard about this. Paul Mooney is one of my favorite comics ever. Literally one of the best um, to ever be a part of the sport. I feel like anyone who's ever told a joke (laughs) has been inspired by Paul Mooney. I love how just... I've always enjoyed his delivery and tone and his blackity black, 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 black ass blackness and the truth within. He uh, just, Paul Mooney's always been one of my fucking favorites. Candace and I, one of my best friends, would always talk about and stand over Paul Mooney. Um, so I was gutted when I heard about this huge, huge loss. And um, yeah, if anything, hopefully this. Uh, that was a time for people to revisit some of their favorite Paul Mooney moments or to learn something about Paul Mooney because there's more to comedy than Wild and Out, no shade. I mean, yes, but who didn't know about, I mean, I guess there's always somebody, Hello? the young kids act like they don't know that's, nothing that's what I'm speaking to. about nothing. The so. ones that thought that Missy Elliott was a Nicki Minaj fan, those kids. The ones what? that I had to, you don't remember the time that I had to sit on here and educate these goddamn oh, well, babies? Yes, but yes. Of course, of course I do. But like, I didn't, I think I just forgot the details of that. <laughs> like, why would Missy be? Never mind. It don't yeah, matter. Not, it don't matter. Nope, it was done. It, and yeah, so, yep. On. And that, no I'm pretty that. sure I was <laughs> taking finals or something. So I think I missed that news altogether. Um, but yeah. Okay. Sad loss, especially for the, the comics of the world. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Hey, y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. 
But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. This week in our pop culture segment, Hot Tops, a cock to remember. Because um, <laughs> they're not all. Not all of them. Not all of them. Get lucky. But every now and then, yep. No, Everybody's looking for that something. Yeah. <laughs> Just to make it all complete. So what do we got this week? Hocus Pocus 2 is a go. It's expected to land on Disney Plus sometime next year, I believe. I know, that's right. Bette Midler hops on to the girls. <laughs> Why do I call everything? I have to grow up. Um, Bette Midler, <laughs> I believe, uh, rushed over <laughs> to the the tweets and let us know that it is due out sometime next year on the streamings. Um, okay. Sometime next year. Like, all right, girl. We know when next year. Right. October. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> But excited nonetheless, especially in my big grown age, like as somebody who watched Hocus Pocus as an adult, I am actually it is one of the few children's movies that I watch as an adult and still can like enjoy. So <laughs> I am very excited to see what they do with this with this sequel. I am. It. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I feel much like this uh, as I do. The other unnecessary the sequels yep. and reboots, especially after reading um, that the new film will apparently follow three young women that accidentally revive the Sanderson sisters, mm-hmm. who then um, go on a hunt to eat children and wreak havoc on the world. You know, when I read that, I said, it sounds so familiar to me. (laughs) Yeah, it should. That's the plot of the first one. It's the same goddamn movie. (laughs) But it will be, what will be different will be the the three girls as opposed to the one boy and then his sister who got caught up. And the fact that it's 2022 instead of 1993. So the adventures they go on will be different. I don't need that. The whole point, the the comedy in the first film was look at these zany witches trying to, like, deal with the fact that technology and civilization has progressed drastically since they were last walking the earth. So now, rather than being like, look, a bus, oh my gosh, a remote control, domesticated animals, now it's like... I guess Mary is going to be doing TikTok dances. Sarah will probably be playing with filters and then accidentally become an Instagram model because she's obsessed with boys. And then Winnie will, I don't know, walk in on a TED Talk or eat Elon (laughs) Musk's soul. She'll probably eat Elon Musk's soul. 
I, either it's just going to be like, oh my goodness, what is a, a cell phone and Twitter? What's that? Like, it's I don't I um. That's what I want to see, though. I want to see these old bitches adjust. Like, but that was the, in a world that has the internet. I know, but this is different because the internet changed everything. I hope that at the very least they have an approach to this uh, child eating thing that is vastly different than the first one. Like, I hope that at least when they're revived, it's like some, all right, how did we fuck up the last time? Right. Okay, let's do something. Like, I just hope yeah, the like they approach regroup. or something is just complete, just jazz it up. I understand <gasps> that, you know, nostalgia is the value here. So the point oh is to God. be like, remember that? I get yep. that. But I don't need it. Seeing as how I have watched this movie 382 times, except the one year that Bette Midler said some racist shit like right before Halloween. And I was like, you said well, madam, I shan't watch Hocus Pocus this particular year. I don't I but watch it all that, the time. Yeah, you've not faltered. So I don't need a I'm uh, have fun, guys. <laughs> but I will say I love these women in these roles. I'm a huge Bette Midler fan anyway. Mm-hmm. Love her as Winifred Sanderson. I not enough words in English for Kathy and Jimmy. And the Jimmy. I not even enough words in the English language, man. <laughs> I love her. Niggas Sarah Jessica her so much. <laughs> how can you not? I mean sister act. We could stop. Like <laughs> Right. You could literally just stop right there. That's enough. <laughs> but and then, you know, Sarah Jessica, honestly, I think this was the, my favorite Sarah Jessica Parker role. I never was like a big Yeah, she was perfect Sex for it. City fan. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, part of my issue with Sex in the City was it came on HBO and I wasn't paying for that. Mm. But also these white women and their white women problems, I could not really relate to. I mean, they were also like deeply heterosexual problems. So I was just like <laughs> Y'all can have this. Like, my life is literally nothing like this. But, you know, they the also impact of Sex in the City. I'll give her that. Like, Carrie Bradshaw is an iconic character. Absolutely. Can't take that when I saw me. her in, right. But when I saw her in Hocus Pocus, I was like, this is where this bitch shines. I love <laughs> This is that amazing. She was so good in that. Yeah, it was, so. yes, absolutely. Also, Sex in the City existed in a New York City from an alternate universe where oh, things yeah. are affordable. It ain't nothing like yeah. New York right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing or then. I, I mean, right, I was going to say, because uh, even Ever. then, it was <laughs> it was like, how is this bitch affording this apartment? Maybe Prohibition or like during... But that would literally be like, if they, if, if Sex and the City came out for the first time in 2021, Carrie Bradshaw would live in a studio apartment in Washington Heights. <laughs> She would. <laughs> Best thought. <laughs> Maybe Harlem if her Literally, daddy has some money. <laughs> without <laughs> question. <it. laughs> without question. She would be in the Bronx calling it so bro so that she could feel better about herself. Disgusting. Like, it was, please. So, I mean, yes. So there is that. But I did also really like her um, in Hocus Pocus. So I'm, I'm glad that all three of them are coming back because really it's the three of them that will make the movie. They will. I can already see them doing some kind of twist with these three girls, like they're they're biracial or something. It's gonna be, you know, their descendants. 
They're descendants of, oh God, we cracked it. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Not, oh God, we cracked it. (laughs) They're descendants of these sisters. They're going to be the new witches. Flat the fuck out. Three young women. They're going to be the new... Okay. Have a great time, guys. I have watched the movie. I already watched it. (laughs) Oh, not us figuring it out. I'm still going to watch... No, I'm still going to have a watch party and you're still coming over. Oh, yeah. I'm still going to watch it. it. Are you kidding? (laughs) I love the first one way too much. And even if this one is, is fun, I do think that they know how much these characters mean to fans. And they're big fans of them as well. Um, I, I do think that they will probably make it fun and I will still just like the original better, but hopefully this one will be fun too. I can see something like the wizard council when they wake up, like the wizard, whoever is in charge of (laughs) evil, which is right. They like, they send them some kind of updated. I mean, that's another thing. I hope that they don't like (laughs) buckle onto because the Hocus Pocus was a kid's movie, but it was dark in a couple. But they openly talked about hell, Satan, death, uh, corpse. Like they saw that devil costume and was like, oh, my God, Father, majesty. (laughs) We worship you. Literally. It was hilarious. And of course, it's Halloween. So niggas is going with it. (laughs) Right. Um, but I can see them like sending them some kind of updated version of the spell book or whatever to mm. where it like has an internet connection and it can download oh, new God. new witch Taze recipes me. or whatever. I'm just saying I can fully Taze see me that. until I piss. I hate it. <laughs> I can see them being like, here's your your fucking potion book and it's on Kindle. <laughs> oh God. You. Oh God. If the and book is an you. iPad. <laughs> Not even that the book is an iPad, but the book is somehow connected to the internet now. <laughs> and the book has powers as well. The young women have scanned the book and have turned it <laughs> into an e-zine. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. You can find a PDF online. Sarah's going to read the spell off of Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And she goes, if they check Tumblr for spells, they're going to have a long, long way to sift. <laughs> Because that is where the witches oh, live. Oh, and that is where they thrive, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. No shade. All respect. We figured out the movie for you guys. so I'm welcome. still watching. As I said, I'm yeah, still going to watch definitely it. Definitely am having a, a watch party for this. Can't wait for it, actually. The Billboard Music Awards took place this past weekend. I... Oh, that's nice for you, baby. I was not present for it. Um, but I did catch clips of some of the goings on. Most notably, uh, Drake was there, heart still etched into his Caesar. <laughs> and he was accepting Billboard's Artist of the Decade Award. But that wasn't the story. The story. Oh is that he was accompanied by his son three years old now? Oh, yes. Adonis. Yes. (laughs) Three-year-old Adonis was there with him to accept the award. And when I tell you, I... First of all, the kid is cute. He's just so cute. He had his little cornrows on, his little plaid shirt and jeans. His daddy did that on purpose. Of course he did. Like, lest you forget... Please don't. You really don't have to do this. We see your white baby. It's fine. You do not have to cornrow his hair. 
We get it. We get it. You don't have to dress him like an extra on Friday. We get it. His papa is right here in the background. <laughs> so I just want y'all to like, it's a black thing. Um, and keep in mind, in my mind, like when Adonis walked up on the stage, first of all, he, <laughs> like everyone, of course, is immediately hollering because yes. A, it's Drake, and B, it's Drake's adorable son that we don't get to see very often. That's like at, I feel like, their first big mm. event together. And so yeah. Adonis is holding his his dad's hand with his free hand. He's covering one ear. Yeah. And using his shoulder to cover the other. I said right then, the look on his face and the way all of that, the way he did exactly that, I said, this baby do not want to be on this stage. And this is going to turn into a Northwest situation very, very quick. Do you remember how she used to give Kim and Kanye hell? That's the first thing I thought of. For like her first five years of life, every time they they took her outside, she was like, how fucking dare you? It's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> because I love when celebrity kids like are visibly over celebrity events. Because the funny yeah. thing is, a lot of their parents are also over these same events. But because of a lot of the, you know, entertainment industry politics, mm-hmm. they kind of have yeah. to be present for a lot of them. But their baby doesn't. Or at the very I'm least, right. they don't have to act like they want to be there. Exactly. So I love when kids are like, when the fuck do we get to leave this ghetto boat? <laughs> <laughs> you remember when, when Beyonce had blew out their pants and out them place? Yes, in the restaurant? No, That's outside. That's how she fell the fuck out? No, uh, when, when Beyonce was outside her? with and Blue. And she was trying to fly out when of her When they were arms. serving those plates out. Where were they? Were they in oh, Texas? Oh, in Houston. Or, yes. yes, when they and, were serving the food. Yeah. Oh, God. And Blue <laughs> Ivy had her fingers over her nose. Like, I'm sorry. It smells like <laughs> regular it niggas been smoke. in here. It could have been anything. It could have like, been, right. I, I have a feeling it was black and miles or something else that she's not familiar with. No one in the photograph made it clear. Nope. Except her because she was a kid, is a kid, (laughs) and permitted to do so. (laughs) I was thinking of when she was even younger and would just like naturally have these little toddler fits because of course she does. Because that is what babies do. Like Yes. It made me that time Kim took North to some fashion show and Beyonce was on one side of her and Mm -hmm. Anna Wintour was on the other. And North was like, I will leave Mm -hmm. or I will shut this bitch down. Mm -hmm. It's up to you, Kimberly. And Kimberly chose to sat. (laughs) And North was like, bitch, I will show my ass. I don't want to fucking be here. And I'm not going to I'm not going to say it twice. So right. What are you so when Drake do? when Drake picked Adonis up and put him towards the mic, it was that exact same. And he's like, nigga, he's crying. No, he don't want to get on the mic. He'll have something to say to these motherfuckers. He's terrified of them. As soon as he came out on this stage, in my head, all I heard was, "Lord, I'm not gonna offer some blood clots on Tapping eyes. So as we come up with the steps, man, did nothing. I go one bad. Crosses. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, immediately, oh. I heard, like, oh, a middle-aged Adonis. Jamaican man. <laughs> and that's why Adonis he is one of my not, favorites. Yeah, he wasn't here for that bullshit at all. Just then, so adorable. 
Drake put him down. He immediately like clung to his daddy's leg. I'm like, if you don't pick that baby back up, he is horrified. Right he now. doesn't do this. He be at home. He don't. Like, right. Adonis- he be in the French countryside with his mama watching Caillou and eating cheese. He do not do this shit. He was like, look. No, that baby. That po baby. We don't need to do this no more. I'd I know you came Roblox. up off of a bunch of juicy juices that night. I know y'all had to. <laughs> y'all came up off the fruit snacks. Y'all unlike the and iPad. the fruit chew. <laughs> y'all did all that. Y'all had to pay what the fuck you owed after you put that little baby through that bullshit. Already said the decade. I don't give a fuck. I'm not even a decade old. If you don't get me off this goddamn stage, just take me the fuck home, nigga. I want a warm bath with a lavender oil in the water. Means nothing to me. <laughs> I am three. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even halfway through my first fuck. one. Where are the roadblocks, nigga? Period. Take me off this fucking stage. Oh, bless that baby's heart. I hope he's all right. Oh, also, I got my Drake candles. Remember when we talked about? Oh, the, um, months ago. Yes. <laughs> how he has a candle that's supposed to like smell like him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I think it does. Oh, uh, so what? Like, I don't know what, what Drake smells like, but right. I've always like. There are a couple of celebrities who are doing this whole like, oh, this fragrance smells like me. You know, like Erica Badu has the pussy incense. I think Gwyneth Paltrow mm. has the pussy thing. Has like some, a pussy incense, yeah. You know, so a I'm always candle. just like, okay, how how do you make something smell like a person? Like that doesn't, it, it must smell like their favorite fragrance or some of the scents around their home or something. Like it can't smell like, a, it smells like, a, it smells like a person. Like it smells a like a clean human being. Like I right. now honestly kind of feel like the chemists at Better World Fragrance or whoever makes this these candles, like went to Drake's home, asked him to shower, and when he got out, they smelled him, <laughs> took notes, mm. and went to the lab. It smells like a person, like some after they just washed their hair. It's really weird. I wouldn't be surprised though if that was the case. And actually, it was. I wouldn't be surprised if it was like they had him shower fully, washed his hair and everything, and then had him like jog around for 10 minutes or something. And then. So the oils. Some, yeah. You know, so the, I don't, I don't know, science. Yeah. But yeah. Some things, the, the uh, things can secrete themselves. Periodic and, and pheromones. Mm, yes, yes, that's right. H2O and uh, BTS, all mm. that shit. And so then. You know, they collected their samples or whatever, and they went back in the lab and they made like Drake pheromone scent and yeah. then added in whatever other sandalwood or whatever the fuck that Musk. nigga like. <laughs> Drake Cottonwood, which used to be his Twitter name. That's how old I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> Remember when Drake used to call it? Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Dating myself, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if they did do something like that, like if that was entirely possible. So. Mm. Well, it's I might a nice get scandal. It. Yeah, I thought I it was it. very subtle. It's nice. I got four of them. But <laughs> <laughs> what was you thinking? I love candles. Like I really love candles. Um, so I'm a huge candle person anyway. I I'm sure there are lots on the market that smell similar to this. 
Um, but I I was taken aback. Yeah. <laughs> somebody about to, somebody about to send you a link and be like, Bath and Body Works do the same candle for twelve fifty. And they're on so, sale today. Yeah. If you hurry three, get it nine. is two ninety nine. <laughs> I know. Good for Drake, I guess. But those don't come from Drake. With a little marker in the box to, so you could write your name on it and pretend like he gave it to you. Oh, if you saw like wow. the packages <laughs> when celebrities were getting their Drake candles, like on the candle in like gold permanent marker, it would say yeah. like Williamsburg sleepover, like the scent of the candle for Kelani or Tracy Ellis Ross or whatever. And I thought that that was like custom for his celebrity friend. No, yeah. the candles say the scent for, and then they have a gold permanent marker in the box. So you can write your name on it or whoever you're gifting it to or draw That's a very on smart. it or whatever, I guess. That is very smart because a lot of y'all are going to front like you got a candle from Drake. Yeah. And let people and just let it be a, a mystery <laughs> as to whether you really did. That was genius, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. Go ahead, then, Aubrey. Apparently, he also just invested in some plant plant based chicken company. Huh. Plenty of things to buy I mean, from Aubrey, I guess. I wouldn't. I mean, of course, when niggas get that rich, they start putting their money everywhere because they're like, you do. I ain't never going back. Never. <laughs> I'm never going back. Nope. So. All right, that's right. Secure Adonis's bag and don't bring him out on stage until he lets you know he is ready. For until that he decides. <laughs> Because he was not ready on that evening. <laughs> because that young man couldn't, like, <laughs> express that he wanted to be no, he hated anywhere it. else more than he was. <sighs> Still cute. Lil Nas X performed on Saturday Night Live, their finale, season 46. Jesus. God damn. 46, nigga? Taylor's all this time. I song as old as mine. I mean, I guess. I mean, when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, a lot of really huge comedians worked on SNL like before I was even born. So Bruce yes, Farley, I get it. But like, God damn, it's just crazy to think that institution is that old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, I did not watch it, but I did watch the clips of Lil Nas X. So yeah, he performed both Montero, aka Call Me by Your Name. And his latest single, Sun Goes Down. Um, and it was during the salacious. <laughs> I just like that <laughs> word. It was during the salacious performance of Call Me By Your Name that mm-hmm. he does a little, or I guess was supposed to do a little dance number on the pole towards the end. But... <laughs> Dipped it low and was unable to bring it up slow because his flame and emblazoned leather biker pants ripped right at the crotch. Oh, of course they did. (laughs) And so he had to then focus on covering up his good and plenties so that y'all didn't uh, find him. That's right. The FCC wasn't on his ass. (laughs) Um. Because I know they were waiting. I know <laughs> they had okay. their legs up on the table. Like, had the button on and ready to go. We are <laughs> taking this nigga out. <laughs> like, <laughs> cut it off. Just cutting the line all together. I know they was ready. 
So, you know, of course, he got on TikTok and made fun of himself the next day, rewatching the moment as it happened and looking embarrassed. He said, I know I do a lot of planned shit, but ripping my pants on live television is not one of them. At first, I was afraid to even <laughs> perform. Then we rehearsed for two weeks. Then all the dancers got removed because one of them had COVID and new ones had to learn the routine in 24 oh hours. Oh, my God. Nigga, whichever nigga caught COVID, I know was sick. I, meant, I, know. I know he was sick. Like nigga of all the times to stay home. But I mean, I guess you lost your job and everyone else's. That sucks. Mm, God damn, dog. And then I ended up ripping my pants and couldn't finish. Everything happens for a reason, though. LOL. It was like fine. (laughs) It was like I guess because like being a hip hop rap pop nigga and holding your crotch is not like off putting. Um, right. I mean, and it is 2021 and people are, you know, this is not even Justin and Janet Jackson's Super Bowl level of like controversy. Yeah. No one saw. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Society has evolved. Yeah. Straight. I mean, it's hard to believe. But when you think about it, like, yeah, it has. <laughs> so it was nothing but like his face, like his face. Yeah, he told it all. He truly l- shocked. Like, oh, like, wow. <laughs> God damn, this really just happened. Okay, Jesus, here we are. <laughs> like, I mean, and then pants were snug. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they were. You know, I feel like that somebody getting fired. When I watched it, <laughs> <laughs> a classic. When I saw that face, I immediately was like, well, not everybody went to Beyonce to school of hard knocks because. <laughs> You would have never knew that that wench ripped her goddamn thing. Like, not everyone is built like the doll. Because Mama has fallen down a flight of stairs. Listen. And had a whole concert to finish. Not a goddamn thing. She got up and threw that yakky in motion like nothing fucking happened. Period. Incorporated her anger into the performance and then kept it the fuck pushing. But you know... It's fine. Everybody do not have to be Beyonce. Everybody can't be Beyonce. So that is that is also fine. And he made certain that he didn't have like a real issue, like dick on live television. So (laughs) what I'm saying is as like a relatively new artist, that makes perfect sense for you to be young and have a wardrobe malfunction Mm -hmm. on SNL and be like, oh, shit. What I'm saying is study little Nas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Look at the queen. Yeah. Get to that stage <laughs> because go back to your north. That Star. lady will have 75 dancers behind her and fuck up an eight count, and you will ask them why they messed up. Out of 75 <laughs> of y'all heifers, how the fuck all of y'all bitches fuck up the dance at because the same the, time? The inverse is impossible. There is no. There's way. no way that she she just doesn't read like I fucked up. Didn't her wig right. get caught in a fan once and she was like, oh, yeah. can y'all come get this? Even when she, I'm that's the thing, something. like Beyonce isn't, like she's not like literally perfect to where she never makes mistakes. <laughs> it's just that she always, it's like for somebody who is so, so, so on point, like almost all the time, you would expect her to be like completely flustered when she does have a fuck up, but she isn't. She just gets right the fuck back up. Like when that's she fell saying. at the Super Bowl. That's that bitch bounced right the fuck back up to the point where, like, you 
if you had blinked in that moment, you would not have known. I don't that even know if happened. she actually fell rather than she like <laughs> defied gravity by accident. See, this is why I love the hive. <laughs> like, who knows? We're not sure. What I'm saying is, <laughs> saying is that like, <laughs> I love us for real. If I really anything, do love us. that lady and many superstars like her are examples of it's not how you fall, it's how you get your ass up. Okay, because it's not reading as damn, I made a mistake. And I know he'll get there because, as I said, I really am a fan of this kid existing. I really hope that he is like bringing some sense of like, um, I don't know. I hope he's like inspiring self acceptance for, you know, young black queer, uh, Oh my God, he's 22 years old. He's a kid. He is a baby. Why? He's younger than Adam. (laughs) Jesus God. Yeah, your youngest brother. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like Adam is like the youngest person in the world. And then it's like, no, girl, there's people who were born after 2000. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they're almost grown, if not grown. Right. (laughs) Which is very, like, that's just a very crazy thought. Like, I swear, one day. You're 29, and then three years later, you're 37. I'm just telling you, it's something about them late 20s, early 30s that for me anyway, it's like, I know a lot happened. Like, I went through a lot, but that time, just fucking, like, (laughs) it just shot by. (laughs) Did you see that Black Lady sketch show? That sketch where... (laughs) where Oh, I'm behind. I only saw the first... I only saw the first two episodes, so I'm behind. Okay, there's an Annie sketch. Okay, like, don't tell me. I'm not going to spoil it, it, but there's a pretty good Annie sketch that okay. I enjoyed quite a bit. They're doing good work over there. Congrats! I just read today that they got a season three too. Oh yes, I saw that. Ew! Congrats, Robin. They're so fucking funny. I'm so ha- like black girls are doing so many. Have you seen the trailer for Quince's new show on ABC, Abbott Elementary? No, nigga. First of all, tell me why uh old boy from Everybody Hates Chris is in it. Oh yeah. Uh, Chris. Tyler James Williams. Tyler, I was gonna say, why am I thinking James? Tyler, yes. So um and then a few other faces. Lord forgive me, I smoked weed before. We Shelly Ralph. But um yeah. What? I didn't even see her in the trailer. <laughs> I just Googled it. Anyway, I saw like ABC released like a 20 second trailer like last week and I died. It was so fucking hilarious. And I just love black girls doing all they black things. Wikipedia says a group of no premise, a group of dedicated, passionate teachers and a slightly tone deaf principal are brought together in a Philadelphia public school. Where despite the odds stacked against them, they are determined to help their students succeed. Sign me up. Sign yeah, <laughs> it's a bunch of it's a bunch of teachers, most of whom seem to be black in a <clears throat> school that seems to be almost completely black mm. and, of course, therefore underfunded. And so these teachers trying to make a dollar out of out of one and a half cents. I am here for this. Right. So anyway, I hadn't even heard about this. All the girls, I'm just so, uh, I just love seeing black women flourish and doing their fucking thing. It's like, oh. <laughs> did you see your girl? Into my veins. <laughs> did you see your girl drag Andrea? 
which oh my god fucking Z-Way yes I did that's another show I didn't watch the whole show but they keep fucking releasing clips of her asking this man basic ass questions and him embarrassing what a fucking lame Like, you absolutely do not need to be mayor of this goddamn city, Sure the fuck. You You couldn't even, like... You absolutely do not. Are you kidding me? Not even New York State of Mind? Like, not even immediately that one didn't... Like... Like, his literal most famous song that's based on the fucking city city that you're trying to be mayor of? (laughs) And, like, you volunteered Jay-Z. You said you listened to a lot of (laughs) Jay-Z. If you listen to a lot of Jay-Z, even if you haven't listened in a long time, you can remember your favorite fucking Jay-Z song or you can think of a Jay-Z song. Like, and these are questions that aren't even important. (laughs) These are questions that don't matter. (laughs) And yet you are fucking even these questions up. How? Because you have no business being mayor. Please fuck out of here. Nigga, no. What a loser. Okay. Uh, anyway, anyway. Bow Wow and Soldier Boy are the next uh, versus battle to take place. No official date yet, but Soldier Boy oh, shared sense. the news with Twitter a few days ago saying it's official. Apparently, the streets are talking about a Bow Wow versus Little Romeo versus originally. Apparently, that fell through. Okay, that don't make no sense. <laughs> Actually, I thought that made a lot of sense just Hell. because Bow Wow and Romeo were compared to each other a lot when they, because their albums came out, their debut albums came out around the same time. They were both like teen heartthrobs and they were both like 10, 11, 12 when they started rapping versus Soldier, who was like 16 or 17 when he started rapping. His song came out like seven, eight years later. Right. Like they're... I think that Bow Wow and Soulja Boy's like sort of effect on their corner of rap makes sense. Thus, it makes sense to me. But like mm-hmm. the initial idea of Bow Wow and Romeo was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I just don't know who the fuck would give a fuck to watch that or hear it. Right. I mean, the thing about like I see what you're saying because they are definitely like they were definitely like peers, and it was like, oh my god, Bow Wow versus Romeo. Like there was definitely mm-hmm. that whole aspect to it, but. When you look at like the ability to play song for song, there isn't one. Right, there just isn't one because Romeo taps out tops out after like, oh lord. I mean, don't give me the lion. I want to say maybe four or five songs at the absolute you most. You are a generous queen, and I'm being generous, Miss Ellis. I am. Because I am. <laughs> And that is including the Education Connection theme song. I so. was going to say the theme song from Static Shot <laughs> and whatever the theme song from his show on Nickelodeon was. That's all I got. And I Bow don't wow even know what that was called. a lot more of a catalog. Right. I don't either. But Bow Wow has like a much, much more um, existent catalog. <laughs> this one just makes more sense. And they right. work together. They're and they're similar ages. Yeah. It's not like, they're not so far apart from each other to where it don't make no sense. So that made a lot more sense to me than uh, Bow Wow versus Romeo. Although I do see what you're saying about the whole, like they were definitely, there was definitely a thing about the two of them being out at the same time and like which one is going to really last and all that. The I thing was called... Vividly was called Word Up magazine. <laughs> That's what the thing oh, was. Oh, God damn it. It was them. <laughs> <laughs> like, they were just... With them damn poster sizes of all the little boys. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got a different fold-out poster of a nigga every, ish, every fucking issue. <laughs> they were like, 
cute little PG rated thugs. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, yep. Little That's black right. girls got to fawn over them and stuff. Whereas I don't believe that Soldier Boy ever was like a heartthrob. But I do think that oh, no. um yeah, there'll be more to like go back and forth on and it'll right. likely be songs that existed in the same era anyway. Um Right. And I mean, you know, it actually sounds like a good time. I think I'm gonna I mean, unless I have something else to do, which I very well might, I think I'm gonna <laughs> tune into that one. Yeah, I'll I'll have anything else to do. I won't be. <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's the summertime, you know, and then niggas is vaccinated, so I casually miss the ones I am interested in, and I'm not interested in this one. <laughs> and are we like, are we just cranking around the fact that Nia Riley said the Soldier Boy beat her till she had a miscarriage? Wait, what? When did that happen? Yeah, Nia Riley, I believe, is suing him for that oh, at the moment. Oh, my God. Yeah, and everyone was like, why would you say this when he has a number one song out? <laughs> like, literally. Uh, <laughs> the girls were literally, you, you waited until he was doing well again <laughs> to say oh, this. Oh, wow. Okay, well, see, I did not, oh, I yeah. did not hear about, oh, this changed so much for me. This changes mm, so much yeah for me just give me like 30 more seconds to process this because <laughs> that just blew my mind and i'm thinking of the number of niggas i hate that do that exact same type mm. of shit so like my entire perspective <laughs> of this artist is shifting right now forgive me <laughs> god damn dog yeah nah fuck this nigga but you know what that is a problem with versus altogether. versus loves ignoring abusers <laughs> they did the same shit when they had Tiny on Hip-hop the Hip-hop loves a... Bu- <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, a nigga even being, like, currently investigated by the feds, that's not going to stop whoever run versus Swiss Beats and somebody else from putting your ass up on Instagram no. and making you sell Doritos every 15 minutes. Like, it's still, because they're not still the case. doing it for free. Everyone is making money. Yeah, no, everybody's getting paid, and I get that. But it's just like... <laughs> Of course, Versus would know about this or whoever runs it. Like It's the, not a secret. It's right. It's not a secret. And I'm sure if <laughs> if you know and like other people know and Nia is talking about her about it herself, then there's like no way that these very famous people don't know. <laughs> and they just ignore. And like if R. Kelly was not in jail, they would be trying to set one up with that nigga. Per- oh, they would they would ask him to be the third like versus Absolutely king. They would. they would say no Absolutely one can battle would. him. My goodness, may we kiss your to, toes. Yeah, it would be like a R. Kelly and friends. Like, yes, they would let him yes, have one by himself. Yes. It would be at Barclays. The girls would be lined up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Niggas. Wow. Soldier Boy, really? I mean, allegedly. Have to do with that what you want. I mean, you know how I feel about. I mean, but come on, girl. (laughs) Prove to me she's lying. You don't have to dig deep. You really, it's not. Justin Bieber has decided to move on from. His cool runnings um, decision. (laughs) He is now sporting a fresh buzz cut on Instagram. Happy Sunday, he said, debuting the new short uh, do. And now he just looks like a normal bad white boy instead of a bad white boy starring in a film with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yes. 
Look at God. Right. It needed to be done. Um, and everybody knew it was going to happen. I'm glad it happened quicker than I thought it would. I really feel, though, like someone, Usher, some nigga, was like... <laughs> Usher! <laughs> sent him, like, or FaceTimed him or something and was like, look, the Martin Luther King thing and the dread, they can't happen. It's, it's too much. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we have to... Something's got to give, bruh. And the Martin Luther King shit, there's no erasing it. But you can cut that shit <laughs> off your head right now. <laughs> so, like, I honestly feel like Justin sucked his teeth before he did this. Like, God, why can't I have my fucking stoner New Line Cinema dreads, bruh? <laughs> oh, please, quit playing with us. You love toying around with blackness and then going back to your yeah, regular-ass, cracker-ass ways. It was more than overdue. I'm sure your scalp sang out in rejoice after you let that shit go because God only knows what you was putting in your hair to make that shit happen for as long as you did. <laughs> um, but it needed to stop. It simply needed to end. And I'm glad it has. In my head, I was thinking that it probably looked like the entire game of Bloodborne on his scalp. And that means nothing to you, but will mean nothing to most people listening. But for those of you who it does mean something to you, (laughs) let's have fun with that imagery. (laughs) The whole game. I I don't know what that means, but I did go to middle school with white people. So I did see what they did to their hair when they wanted to like piss their parents off. And it's nasty. I'm also, as I've mentioned a million times, watching Shameless right now. So for that to run, like, right along. This is like a lot of unclean white people in my picture. And my eyesight these days. I know, that's right. That show is something else, man. (laughs) I just cracked into season two, and my word, is it... Oh, it's like what ten more seasons to go? Yeah, you have a you. You might as well pace yourself. It's so good, but like, wow, the characters. Frank Gallagher is the absolute worst. He should like, ugh. I wanted. (laughs) There's so many people that I want either arrested or shot or both. Cash, (laughs) Cash, the mini mart. Like, there's. I why (laughs) why did his story get to end like that? Like, anyway, that this is not a shameless podcast. Um, last but not least, wow, with this one. Um, so BT's got a new show coming out. Um, it's called BT Presents the Encore. And this is going to be a show where they bring in random girls from a bunch of girl groups from like the 90s till now and (laughs) force them to live in a house together and build a group? I'm sorry, what? So people who were already in groups? Follow me, if you may. Okay, if you I'm can, trying. If, it's a, Come if on. you are able. I'm, tr- I'm really trying. We're going through the dark here. I have okay. no sense of direction. I don't have a source of light. But we're going right. to do our best. So gonna, Help me. Pamela Long of Total, along with Irish and Lamisha Grinstead of 702, Oh my God. Shamari DeVoe of Black, because of course. Oh, of course. Yes, Shamari would. <laughs> Aubrey O'Day of Danity Kane, because of course. Shut up. <laughs> Keely Williams of 3LW, because we Holy know she ain't God. doing nothing else. 
Oh, this is getting better and better. Fallon and Felicia from Cherish. What? Wow. And Nivea. <laughs> they and will apparently Nivea. be living it together in a house that undoubtedly oh is erected somewhere God. in Atlanta for 30 oh, yeah. days where they will be recording an album together, learning choreography, practicing oh their vocals and oh forming God. a super group together. Oh, no, not all these bitches in one group. I'm still trying to figure out if that's what it is. Is this a thing where someone goes home every week? Is this that's a thing what, where they're going to gonna be like, like the top three are in the group? It can't be everybody. Are they going to like break them into two groups and then have a battle? FBS. Yes, like that's what I'll, I want to hear, like random assignments for the groups. And then whichever group wins, get some bullshit recording contract that ain't going to go nowhere. And they're going to put out a single nobody cares about. And that's that. You like, niggers did this. <laughs> literally. I mean, listening to the cast. Yeah, it was definitely niggas that did this. No, literally. When I, I heard about this and pa- like I scrolled past the headline over the weekend or something. I And I remember it. <laughs> Like, you ever, like, Zoom past something really ridiculous? Like, uh, I don't know, someone throwing up or having sex at a bus stop, and you're just like, what? But, like, as you process it, it's already gone. I don't know how that was, like, the analogy. But it was just, like, I scrolled past it, and I was like, did I just? No. And I kept going. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) And I came back to it today, gathering topics, and this is actually a thing that's happening. But then I was reminded of that clip, that random clip that came out, where Keely and Farrah Franklin were, like, in a studio together, like, antagonizing each other like they were on a ghetto version of Dynasty. Do you remember that? Absolutely not. Where Keely was like, you know, I've been in two multi-platinum world touring girl groups. And Farrah was like, yeah, well, girl, I, you know, where are you today? And they were just like having this petty argument. And niggas were like, what the fuck is this? And the internet found out that it was from some fucking pilot that never aired or whatever. Oh, okay. But you niggers and your goddamn (laughs) shenanigans from that video and it going viral is what made this into a greenlit BT show. And I love it. Of course, produced by Carlos (laughs) King. Because if it's one thing that Carlos King can do, it's this. (laughs) I actually cannot wait to watch this. I'm finding it very irresistible. I haven't watched reality TV except Drag Race and The Challenge. But those are like competition shows, so I forget half the time that they do count as reality TV. But like my typical housewives, married to medicine, love and marriage garbage, I haven't watched or missed any Mm -hmm. of that. And, you know, I want to say that I likely will not catch this, probably because I just don't catch things. (laughs) Like, even if I want to watch this, I'll probably still miss the first two episodes. Yeah. But I feel like even if I wanted to avoid this, it's going to be too hard. Keely, Aubrey, Shamari, Fallon, and Felice. I don't even, I forgot that Cherish, I didn't forget Cherish existed. But I didn't think that I would ever see them girls from Cherish. Only when that one song comes up on my phone do I think about it. But it it actually just played the other day. So I was just thinking. I have like three. Okay. There's, 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 um, 
Unappreciated. Feeling really unappreciated. There's the unappreciated song. No, I don't know. And there, you don't remember feeling really unappreciated? Um, I mean, the, so you also the, don't the, remember feeling unappreciated. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so we over here together not remembering I that. don't know how much more I can take from you. That's all I remember. Um, but then there's the one from ATL, the A A A A A A song, and then there's um, oh yeah, that one I know. The one we um, I feel like they have a song with Young Jock or Sierra or oh no, Amnesia. That's what I'm thinking. Of. Yes, that one too, but that wasn't the one I was thinking of. So I got like oh. four, four okay. cherished songs to my Amnesia name. is the only cherished song on my phone because that's a great song. It is a pretty good song. They had some bops. I told you Cherish was four Sierras and they did it expertly. So <laughs> um, this just sounds irresistible. Total, like total in a house right. with the girls from Cherish and this one white woman from Danny D. Kane. Out of right. all of the niggas, including niggas from Atlanta. And Nivea, who I definitely would have thought had enough money from child support to not have to do shit like this. I really want to see this. I honestly feel like someone approached Nivea and she was like, why not? Because Nivea really like does chill. (laughs) She she don't be in the mix. Like she don't be all up in people's faces. She never have to hear about Nivea on the shade room or nothing. She randomly will like do an unplugged on live or something. Or she'll like show up at the plug or just say something funny on Instagram. But I never hear about Nivea doing like like tv shit or like industry Mm -hmm. shit she's usually in the pocket so but she's also like hood and funny as fuck i just this sounds i'm ready i watch it (laughs) mess it sounds like mess (laughs) it does and honestly i mean like all these people in one giant house girl i need to see for 30 days working on music together incredible is what this is gonna be (laughs) their music as like as individual artists was so different. Danny Kane's yeah. music and Black's music and 3LW's music and Nivea's are all different. But that's why it ain't no, like there's no whole group there except for Nivea and she's not a group. So like there's no whole act. I've, is she hosting? Because she's also it's the only pieces. other one that's yeah, like, yeah. So it'll be more like, you know, what do you girls specifically want to do or what can you specifically sing? Like, I want to, BET has been stepping their programming up over the past couple of years. I have to give it to them. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Someone's I'm interested. Going to, right. Bigger is good. Um, I've heard, Bigger I have BET good. Plus. Um, I actually signed up for BET Plus. Look at you. Initially, so that I could so you can watch see. all of Tyler Perry's. I did. Uncut. That's right. That's correct. And I did do that, and it brought back a lot of great memories. I bet. So no regrets. But like BET Plus has some really good programming, and I am going to watch this fucking show. I want to see this. I ratchet. I bullshit. really don't know that I'll be able to avoid this. It's just yeah. It's, no, I'm putting it on DVR. Carlos is a fucking evil genius. That nigga is like he. I don't. I mean, we're talking like R and B divas, Hollywood right, divas. The fact that y'all got all these bitches who signed the contract it's incredible it's incredible i don't know how y'all did it but i cannot wait to watch that is going to be violent oh, so good it is <laughs> so, 
<laughs> Verbally, if not physically. Probably both. Sign me up. Um, we'll see Correct. how that... And uh, June 9th is the premiere date, so it's coming soon. It's like, oh, it is. Like That's a in week a couple of weeks. So... All right, girl. If you don't hear me talk about it, let me know when it gets messy because I know it will. <laughs> hey, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time. All in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. All right, that's it for the hot tops this week. It's time to read your letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. Our first letter comes from somebody who didn't ask me to give her a fake name, but I feel like we should. Oh, damn. So um, I'm going to call you... Okay, I was gonna say (laughs) I need a I need a girl's name. I'm gonna just call you um Jessica. That's nice and generic. Yep. So Jessica says, I have great benefits through my job, and one of the perks is free rental cars. 
Last week, my travel group and I went on a trip and we agreed to rent a car and split the costs. We pick a car that was big enough for everybody and within our budget, and I offered to book it. I booked the car and used my company promo code, so I got it for free, but I did not tell the group about this. So essentially, I got to keep their share of the money. They found out about this, and now they're all mad at me. I fully understand that I was kind of deceptive by not telling them about my company's promo code. And I apologized for that and explained that I did that because I thought they would be unwilling to pay otherwise because I was getting the car for free. However, we still would have had to pay for a rental car regardless. So I really don't understand why the group is still so upset that I kept the money. It is my company benefit and I do not have to share it. One of the girls also said she was upset because she was low on money and would have loved to save on the rental car costs. But I told her that she would have had to pay the car rental if I didn't have the discount and I don't have to share my company benefits in the first place. So I do not appreciate her projecting her frustrations with her brokenness onto me. Again, I acknowledge. I think I might need you to start over. <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> I literally don't understand what's happening. I think I like. <laughs> I think I need you to start over because I'm. I really. I'm lost. <laughs> so this girl has benefits through her job that allow her to get free rental cars yeah so she and her homegirls were going on a trip she offered to book the car that everybody agreed on but then she used her discount code so that the car was free but she still took everybody's money (laughs) okay so the price was like you know 200 or whatever they split it by five she took everybody's money but then she got the car for free and didn't tell nobody that but they found out anyway somehow <laughs> okay you you got it now <laughs> honestly i wasn't as lost as i thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm right That's where i was yeah, like, <laughs> okay so that is so you were right on track amen because again i feel like we've been getting these letters that are very audacious <laughs> Listen, I do my best. The inbox is full of, (laughs) I can't even describe to y'all what it's like to log into that inbox. The topics run the gamut, girl. I do my best. Okay. Sorry for interrupting. Where are we? No, it's fine. So um, she says, again, I acknowledge that I was deceptive, but I don't think they're being fair with the way that they are all icing me out and refusing to speak to me. Please let me know what y'all think. Thanks, Jessica. Jess, I think you know what the fuck we think. (laughs) Are you actually fucking serious, Jessica? Like, what? Oh, girl. You tried it, sister. You couldn't... (laughs) Like... You, you, she keeps saying things like, I mean, I acknowledge that I was deceptive, but I don't get why y'all are mad, bitch, because you were deceptive. Like, as fuck. <laughs> and what? I just feel like these people can't really be your friends because I would absolutely tell my friends if we could save money on a rental car, like, I would not be trying to take right. money from them. I would be like, bitch, all we got to do is everybody put in on gas. You know, because I get the car for free. Like, why wouldn't I want my why niggas wouldn't to you save tell money? Them that? Why would I? Right, like, it's extremely selfish to like, be like. You're oh. shocked that they're upset and speaking to us as if we <laughs> should share 
and you're confusion. And we're confused as to why you are confused. Like, I don't understand why you would not offer them that information. Even if right. you wanted to keep their money or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know why you wouldn't be like, hey, y'all, so I actually can get this car for free. Like well, that's why... She said that's why she said it, because she was afraid that if they knew she could get it for free, they wouldn't chip in on it. But my but, question is, like, why did you want them to chip in on it if you didn't have to pay for it? Exactly. I don't understand. Why did these girls have to be a source of income for you? Aren't y'all friends? Like, again, like Crystal just said, like, you could have been like, all right, because, you know, gas is also quite pricey. And so. Right. So, you know, cheaper than a car and gas. Now we can just pay gas. <laughs> like, if you're going but on a trip, you saving money should just be something you look out for right. in general. You never know when you're going to need it for X, Y, or Z. Exactly. So, I feel like, like, <laughs> there's that very obvious point. And then also for you to be like, I don't get why everybody is still so mad. It's like, what? because you were deceptive. <laughs> Hell! And you're right. Like, it is your benefit, your perk through your job. And you're right. You don't have to share it, which means you could have just chipped in on the car with everybody else, collected their money and paid for it without using the discount. Why exactly. did you choose not to do that? Exactly. Like, you're a shady fucking bitch, girl. And you wonder why people don't want to talk to you no more. Bitch, because you're fucking shady as shit. Are y'all all right? <laughs> you ask this every week. Like. <laughs> And every week the answer is no. You like, I acknowledge I was deceptive. Why are y'all still so mad? Because nobody wants to travel with a bitch that they can't trust. Are you joking? Did this, this girl is the say people don't, you travel with? Did this girl say they projected their brokenness onto yes. her? You're a terrible person. Oh man. Like, sister, she's projecting her brokenness. Like, this is Have you heard of life? On Earth, <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Everybody is trying to save all the goddamn dimes, nickels, and pennies they can these days in yeah. any way they can. And right. you did some literally shady shit that, once again, you have acknowledged was shady. But then you're you're at a loss when it comes to them treating you like a shady person, <laughs> right? And that doesn't. It just really doesn't make sense, sister. It really doesn't. Like, you can't expect people who expect to have a level of trust amongst each other to still trust you after you did something like that. Scammed her friends and don't Scammed know why they don't like Scammed your own friends. Her. And now you're like, I don't get it. Like, everybody's icing me out. Ain't nobody talking to me, girl, because you were the fuck wrong for that. I literally don't know how you are close enough friends with someone that they want to go on a trip away with you, but you are not willing to be like, hey, guess what? Like, I would be so excited to be the one that's like, guess what? We ain't got to pay for it, bitch. Like, right. who doesn't want to be the plug? For their I mean, she does. She calls it her travel group. She doesn't necessarily say friends. So maybe she doesn't think of these people as friends, but who has a travel group that's not made up of friends? So, That's another thing I don't get. Like, is this people that you like, how would they have found out about it after the fact if you didn't already know them? What's the benefit of traveling with niggas that you aren't friends? Cheaper with? prices, I guess. Like, but I then would, wouldn't but, you understand them trying to save their goddamn money? Ex that's what I'm saying. I'm like, 
Jessica. Either way you slice it, it don't make no sense. <laughs> There's no way to save you from this one, girl. Either way you look at it, you was wrong for that. You should have either paid out of pocket with everybody else and not used your discount or used your discount and told niggas, hey, let's just split the gas or, you know, every time the gas comes, we divide it by four or five or whatever it is and everybody cash up each other or whatever. <laughs> like you should have done that. As opposed to just taking everybody's money for this car <laughs> and then fully putting it in your pocket like you didn't get that shit for free. Like that is it's not theft, but it's almost theft. I feel like it's theft adjacent. It is. It's definitely it theft. Real, theft. It <laughs> Lawyers feels, probably have a name for that, but it's yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's this deceptive is putting it kindly. Very dead ass for that. <laughs> it feels pretty steely. <laughs> so you know you can accept that but stop asking yourself why they're still mad stop acting like you can't understand why they're mad you need to just accept that you did them the fuck wrong and so of course they're mad and maybe they talk to you again and maybe they don't but stop acting like it's just impossible to understand why they would be pissed with you at least tell the truth to yourself this woman that is absurd <laughs> this woman's nerve was so severe. I legitimately <laughs> thought that I didn't understand what was happening. <laughs> like, You're like, no, start over. I was like, no, wait, I don't. <laughs> I was so like, I was like, I, but I had to. I wasn't paying attention to something clearly. <laughs> Did she like, just no, say that she really like stole? <laughs> I think I think you're right, like Kevin Samuels. <laughs> no. Like something. Oh no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Well, God damn. Good yeah, luck. So <laughs> I think you need to be honest with yourself, uh, Jessica, and then yeah. go from there. <laughs> yeah. A very heartfelt apology, a refund of everybody's money, and, you know, leaving the door open for them to talk to you if they find it in their hearts to forgive you. I think that's where you should start. <laughs> Wow. God damn, girl. Okay. <clears throat> Best of luck. Our next letter comes from Gerald, who says, one of the things that the pandemic has made abundantly clear for me is that I need my own space. I live with my family in an expensive city, and I have been home alone maybe two times total since the pandemic started. I'm a huge introvert, so I really hate this shit. And I've been meaning to move out for a while, but money is an issue and life keeps getting in the way. You both have mentioned that you live alone. So my question is, do you find it lonely at times? And if so, how do you cope? I have my own mental health challenges, too. And I would be interested in hearing any tips that you have that can prepare me for potentially living on my own soon. Thanks, Gerald. Um... Well, yeah, there were many moments uh, during this pandemic where I have felt pretty lonely, but um, (coughs) naturally I'm pretty good at um, hanging at home alone. (laughs) I am blessed to have many things to uh, keep my attention around the house, mostly grueling work. And then electronics. Um, (laughs) So, like, it's fine. I also have a very uh, uh, rambunctious and opinionated uh, Yorkie. That's right. (laughs) So that's a lot of uh, fun times. And, you know, I also have friends. Like, 
that even when I have not been able to um, see them physically, we would do the best that we could to just um, slowly go insane together. And now attempt Amen. to climb out of said insanity. <laughs> right. um, but yeah, definitely moments where you do feel it. You just kind of got to find um, whatever your mechanism is to um, to get through that mm-hmm. and to feel comfortable being alone. I definitely think pets help if you're a pet person. Um but yeah, other than that, I would go for hobbies and uh, communication with loved ones. Mm, yeah, I think those are all really good examples, actually. I'm not sure that I can think of another one. I know for a fact I would not have made it through the pandemic without my friends. <laughs> like, absolutely would not have because I was already the type of bitch to stay at home anyway. But, you know, if I needed to run out real quick or wanted to, that was not an issue for me to text my friends and be like, come over and let's drink tequila and play games. Like that was never an issue. So to not be able to have the little interaction that I did want really fucked me up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, I, I guess in a way, Gerald, you're lucky that you're moving out or thinking about moving out um, at a point where lots of people are vaccinated and people are feeling a lot more um, comfortable going out and yeah. interacting with others. Cause this time last year, it was absolutely a no. It was like, like nothing. Like, I'm literally not going nowhere and don't ask. I didn't leave my house. I want to say like at all for <laughs> I don't even want to tell you how many weeks like it was ridiculous. So. Yeah. So um, definitely um, keep in touch with the people that you love and care about and cherish the most. Um, even if you just send them a text saying, hey, girl, just checking on <laughs> you or something like that. Um that means a lot being able to have random like FaceTimes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the rare times that I feel lonely, I usually will just call a friend or journal or meditate about it or like do my little <laughs> psychology classes, like just do my little psychology work on myself and be like, okay, girl, let's play a game, you know, mm-hmm. like let's take the things we've learned and see, does any of it apply to this? So, and, and, you know, for me, the the loneliness um which is not constant but even when it's there like it's hard it is not an easy thing to deal with i'll say that but i would still rather live by myself oh, <laughs> and truly. deal with occasional bouts of loneliness truly i would have say to that share too. my space 24 7 with another breathing human being <laughs> no thank you girl i spent so many years living with others Including others that I uh, uh, neither shared blood with or uh, cared for. Yep. Um, and so getting my own space to myself was life changing. And I truly don't have the desire to go back. <laughs> like, I really love it. Um, and you know, me and this literal bitch, we're so good. (laughs) Like, I want to get another one. I do want to get her. I keep saying this, but she needs a sister. I want to adopt. I just don't know. Like, (laughs) I'm trying to figure out like a good 
breed or type I was going to say, dog who can get along with Link? <laughs> she's going to have to choose. Like, she's yeah. going to... I Literally, she's going to have to be like, this one's cool. Yeah. Because... If she's not with the with the shit, the dog has to go. Like she's literally like, I don't like the way that that bitch is looking at me. You got ten seconds, <laughs> so like, yeah, you got to take her with you when you, yeah. <laughs> so they can like hang out in the courtyard or whatever and see what's up. But yeah, I think yeah. she needs she needs a home girl. Um, <laughs> but I was gonna say also to the uh, the like, there's it's okay when you reach out to people to like talk about nothing yeah. it's you don't really need to sometimes it's That's the best <laughs> really really therapeutic when you have someone that you're comfortable enough to sit on facetime with or on the phone or whatever and literally be just there will be just pockets of dead air where y'all are not even saying much of anything mm-hmm. or you do talk about like very basic shit what you just ordered from postmates and blah i don't care like you don't have to have like a huge mission in each conversation you don't have to have like a long summary of what the last seven days has looked like for you sometimes it's okay and it's helpful enough to just sit on the phone and talk about complete bullshit or nothing at all it depends um but yeah, definitely also finding like that thing that kind of keeps you uh, busy and at peace. I love coloring, like adult coloring and uh, obviously video games. But I found during the pandemic, the uh, life sim man- management games <laughs> like Animal Crossing and Spirit Fairer and Cozy Grove. Those games oh, yes. where love Cozy Grove. So you're obsessed. literally just building stuff and crafting things and yeah like running that, little errands yeah it's sort of like having a life that's yeah. not your life oh yeah that's why <laughs> i i blew through um i almost called it animal crossing oh that is what it's called I almost called it animal farm <laughs> mm. yeah but anyway that's why i abused animal crossing the way i did when it came out because it was a life yeah. that i did not have yeah so. like the sims a lot of people love the sims for that same reason it's like yeah. Busy work. Um, yeah, I get it. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, best of luck to you if you uh, do decide to move out and if you are able, because the money thing is also very, very real, especially True. if you live in expensive cities. So, yes. um, best of luck. Our last letter comes from Amber, who says, "My husband and I have been together for three years and married for two. We both have children from previous relationships, and these kids live with us full time." My daughter is 10 and her father lives out of state, but he is involved in her life. My stepdaughter is 15 and her father lives in our state, but he is not involved in her life. My child is pretty close to my husband, but I have virtually no relationship with my stepdaughter. My stepdaughter has struggled with hoarding food in her room, even though I've made it very clear that that's not accepted in our home. We live in an old house and Houston already has huge bugs that come inside looking for food and Uh, water. That's the first thing I thought of. (laughs) You damn right. And I don't want to attract any more pests into our home. A few weeks ago, I looked around her room and as I suspected, she was hiding food again. And I found wrappers and moldy fruit in various drawers. I looked again today and I found more eating utensils and bowls with old food in them in her room. I'm the breadwinner of our home and I've worked very hard to get to a six figure income. My (laughs) husband works hard as well. (laughs) 
My husband works hard as well. (laughs) (laughs) And she has a belt as well. (laughs) But I earn more than two and a half times what he does. I bring this up to say (laughs) I'm tired of this... (laughs) How is that relevant? Because she finna tell you. <laughs> I bring this up to say I'm tired of this girl dis- disrespecting our rental home, and I feel like she will further disrespect the home that I'm working my ass off to buy for all of us. I've pleaded with my partner to get her an appointment with a trained mental health professional because this little girl has gone through a lot in her life, but he has yet to do this for her. Now that she's on my health insurance, I've started the search for a therapist for her myself. I know that I kind of feel resentment towards this girl for the way she's treated our home and the way she routinely disrespects me as well. The resentment towards my partner comes from him not prioritizing getting her the help she needs and not contributing financially towards getting a new house. Oh, well, there it is. (laughs) (laughs) She mentioned this in parentheses, but her husband is white. (laughs) Oh, Wow. So this is a black woman who earns two and a half times what her white um husband husband white, white Latino, but still. Okay. Okay. But anyway, um I'm at the point where if my stepdaughter can't change her behavior, I'm willing to walk away from our marriage since I can do a dirty house paying for every bill and saving money all by my damn self. Should I wait to see what happens when I can finally get her connected to a to mental health care? Is there a way I could change my mentality to make this whole situation better? Thanks, Amber. All right, Amber, you got a lot to work with. Yeah, this is a that's safe trip for last for a reason. Um, there's a lot I'm leaving out of this story, but I had to make it shorter. <laughs> Amen. So, first of all, I'm glad that this letter involved a search for a therapist for this girl. That was the first thing that I was thinking of. So, I'm mm-hmm. glad that that's actually at like the top of uh, your list of priorities for her. It's a shame that her dad is not um, as passionate about this search. And hey, I'll find out he's white. I'm super confused because <laughs> like I would <laughs> <laughs> me when I thought when I pictured a nigga in my head, I was like, oh yeah, here we go. Not wanting to you know, involve our kids in therapy or whatever else, even though it would probably help both of y'all. But now I don't I mean, I guess there are people of all races that feel this way or don't struggle. Or whatever. Yeah, struggle. I mean, and her husband has had his own issues. So, <clears throat> yeah. Um, I would say as far as she is concerned, I understand. First of all, I super understand the bug thing. I understand. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. And Texas, really the South. But like, my God, muggy ass Houston, Texas, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, (laughs) just like so many of those places, the the bugs like Mm -mm. have city councils of their own. Like they're huge. Your damn face. Right. (laughs) So I definitely understand that just as well as, you know, your home being respected. And you're working very hard to to buy one. You want to make sure that when you get in there, this is not a thing that you have to worry about. But I would try my best, acknowledging that I am not the person in this situation with, you know, kids. I would try my best to keep in mind that she's 15. She right. obviously has, uh, I mean, 
we have addressed that there are issues with the food hoarding that maybe a therapist can work out. But her having like an attitude towards you, like, girl, she's 15 and you are not her mama. So let's start there. And she was 10 when you and that nigga started dating, I guess. So she... 12, because they've only been together for three years. I thought you... Been together for three years and married for two. two. Okay. Wow. So they move, they move quick. <laughs> right. So she super don't like you. And honey, like... <laughs> right. You came along in adolescence. Girl, fuck you. Right. Of course. Like, I think that you are going to have to pray on that and hope that maybe she... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. That she will, like, get to an age where she'll understand that you are not her enemy and y'all will have a better... Re- but her literally being a teenage girl and you not yeah. being her fucking mom... And her not having a relationship, like, mm, no. So, yeah. yeah, I definitely, I think, would be over here talking to my husband um, because I would want for him to want her to get help just as much as me, seeing as how this is his biological child. Um, and we are raising these kids together. Um, and, you know, you should just want them to be healthy. <laughs> right um so that would be to be good (laughs) yeah that would definitely be a concern and now that i know you were flexing on your salary because you the one who got to buy this house (laughs) right i would definitely i think that my grievances would be uh directed towards the husband and getting on the same page in terms of of that because again like Teen angst and you're not my mm-hmm. mom drama is one thing, but like having the room be messy and and moldy food and bugs and all of that stuff is like we at let's at least work on this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we can grow into all right, cool. Let's get through these Thanksgivings together. Your potato salad is not that bad, et cetera, et cetera. But like <laughs> It's not that bad. It's as good as you're gonna get. <laughs> like, let's be honest. But <laughs> today, let's um, let's let, like let's work on on the issue at hand in terms of the food and and the cleanliness of the house and right. overall respect of our living spaces. Yeah, you asked if there was a way that you could change your mentality to make the situation better, and I think you really um like being resentful towards this girl is understandable because like this is your house and you're working very hard and all this are you grown? like it's you're human right so that makes sense but also this is a 15 year old mm-hmm. things are very fucking chaotic for 15 year olds and this one has gone through a lot like <laughs> this one has gone through a lot like you you married her trans daddy and this is the whole situation that y'all living in now and i'm sure and then her biological father is not in her life like i know that this is a lot going on for this girl so it's actually kind of wild to me that your husband has not already put her in therapy because why the fuck wouldn't you like not this is so much for a child to except i guess because it's not cheap but there are many right like this is Right. Like this is this is so much it's a lot. <laughs> for a child to, to deal with. And I, I get that y'all live in Texas, so it may be hard to find like a good therapist, like one who isn't transphobic or homophobic or racist mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. anything else. Um, but, you know, you do live in Houston, so you got a better chance than somebody in Paris, Texas. So wow. I would. Um, yeah, I would definitely, definitely. First things first, tell you 
as the step parent who is also like the financially secure and the parent providing the health insurance, like first thing you got to do is start um, is shift your the blame here because mm-hmm. this 15 year old is doing the best she can with as her fucking life. Yes. Right. That's and a like, lot. And it's a lot for you. Yes. So just imagine somebody whose brain's not even done developing <laughs> yet. Like there's, it's a lot for this little girl to go through. Yes. Um, and, and although your husband might not be able to help how much money he makes, he can definitely help the way that he is involved with like his child's mental health. Period. Care. At the very least. Yes. At the like, ve- Yes. Like at the very least, that is what he can do. Like it's not even given like, you know, you you're asking for help to find one you know like not even financing it but like can we put to put the same effort into finding professional help for this girl that clearly needs it like that is completely understandable Mm -hmm. it's not like homegirl last year though was like this nigga broke and i wanted to I'm, I'm joking, but like, I know I'm kidding, but yeah, I definitely think that he's going to have to like show that sim. Hell, maybe like a, that little bit of effort might make a bit of difference. Like you never know. Like it really might that maybe his daughter wants like her dad to be like, oh yeah. Like, let me walk you through. I don't know. Cause we're just going based off of this one letter, but yeah, right. I I feel like he needs to step it up a little bit more, at least in in terms of that. Can't nobody help if they can afford to buy a house or not. But what you can at least do is like step yeah. it up and and try to give your kid the best help that they can get for what they're thinking or experiencing and going through. And it's not just like regular old Laguna Beach white problems where it's like you know I didn't get the Maserati <laughs> that I wanted or whatever. Right. Like, like we would not be so sympathetic. <laughs> I don't have a great relationship with my biological dad, but my stepsister over here thriving like shit with right. with hers and whatever. And then this lady is talking to me <laughs> telling me to clean my room. <laughs> like that alone. Right. Yeah. Plus whatever this girl went through when she was younger to make her want to hoard food or hide it or like conserve it in her room. Like you know, like this is just this a uh, that is a, a trauma response, and <laughs> this fifteen year old is doing the best they can. So definitely, <laughs> that search for a mental health um, provider should be one that you and your husband are doing together. Yes, and I think you should have a very serious private some, sometime when the girls are not in the house. Yeah, conversation with him about how he needs to um, step it up as far as like <laughs> like taking things seriously. A teenager who is hiding, like teenagers also generally not like, like they tend to not want to attract bugs and things like that. When people are doing things that go against self-care or self-preservation, that is when you should be paying special attention. So, like, mm-hmm. there's no reason to ignore this behavior. So if I were you, um, Amber, I would directly confront my husband about it in private, but still... Uh, do everything I can to help this girl because she really, really needs it. 15 is such a pivotal age. Like you could really change the trajectory of her life. If y'all are able to like, I was just going to say it's stuff that you, you can be peeling away in your thirties. Yep. Yep. That is taking place right here in this era. Yep. 
Exactly. You could like stop the harm and begin to reverse it right now if if you find um the right help. So best Or at least like I'm sorry, or at least like that. No, it's good. Start the practice of normalizing getting help. Yeah. And not like having this person wait until they're an adult and have to go and do the work to do, to get it themselves. Right. Letting people acknowledge that something is wrong. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's huge. So um, yeah, good luck in your search for a therapist for this girl and good luck talking to your husband about how like because like you said, if you can't help put down the down payment on for the house, at least help me, you know, put a down payment on these kids. Right. Ensure that it's not going to be me, like, filled with brooches and spiders yes. and shit. Right, exactly. So um, good luck, Amber. Let us know how it goes. Um, that's going to wrap up the questions this week. If you have one for us, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. It's time now to do the read. Yes, it is. I, really, I, I was going to say I really don't have much of one this week, so it's completely up to you. We're going um, So all I want to say is, um, first of all, continued fuck use to this country very fucking over this whole situation um and also last week i cussed out the cdc and this whole government decision to tell people who were vaccinated <laughs> quote unquote that they didn't have to wear a mask no more and all this because i said americans don't have any fucking honor and they absolutely will pretend that nobody said this or that they're vaccinated or whatever else and then what happened a few fucking days ago Dr. Anthony Fauci came out and says that Americans are definitely going to need um, a vaccine booster within a year to get their protection or keep their protection up. And that okay. some people are misinterpreting the rules and taking them off, even if they're oh. not vaccinated. And now he's worried that it means that nobody needs to wear a mask now or people think that it means they don't need to wear one. And like all of this is true. Like it is very true that like vaccinated people don't have some kind of lifelong immunity to the virus it is very true that it is still unsafe for strangers to be around one another and not have any idea of who's vaccinated and who's not and where people have been and all that like all of that is true and that is exactly why the fuck we said y'all have no business telling people to take their masks off that is exactly why that is exactly why kids should not be going back to school in person that's exactly why New York City should not be getting rid of the online or distant learning option for kids starting this fall and making everybody go back. That is exactly the fuck why the CDC should have never said that vaccinated people can take their masks off in most settings or whatever. Because first of all, people are not reading the details. They're not even reading every word of that. All they're getting is we can take our masks off and they are fucking running with it. Well, this country is ironically a slave to its bigoted ancestors. And so MAGA was never going to let these motherfuckers like they were just looking for the very second that they felt comfortable to say, yeah, girls, go ahead and do it. There's no way that like nobody thinks that, you know, you everyone can wear a mask. Or, no, they they know exactly what the situation is. It's just what are you going to say to someone who's in the middle of Walgreens without a mask on who says that they're vaccinated? Right. Especially what when are people you... are faking it, stealing cards and lying and scamming their way through the virus. Like people are doing all of that right fucking now. 
And y'all mm-hmm. expect us to just be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, honor system. That's what you said. Remember? Remember when you told CNN that we was just going to have to go off the honor system? And now two weeks later, here we are. Oh, people are misinterpreting. No, they're not misinterpreting. They're deliberately not giving a fuck because that is what Americans do. Mm-hmm. And y'all knew that. So why the fuck did you ever say this? I swear, there is like... <laughs> That's it. I don't, I really don't have it for this place. I don't have it. Hey, I'm passing my read this week. It comes from someone who said, leave people, kids, the fuck alone. Uh, I know that's right. This email starts by saying, I'm so sick of y'all bitches pushing this respectability bullshit. I just saw a Facebook post attached if you want to lose a brain cell. Where this old nigga reposts a picture of two kids headed to their prom. Post is seemingly meant to compliment how nice they look, but in true old nigga fashion, it's instead talking shit about what other kids are wearing and how they need to take notes from this couple. And woo, the comments even worse. The post includes groundbreaking revelations such as, you don't need a flashy designer belt, stunning shades to look nice. And thank God this girl isn't wearing something revealing like other kids. There's also praise for him for having a quote-unquote proper haircut, and wearing real dress shoes with socks instead of loafers. All comments from grown-ass motherfuckers, and I'm just befuddled. (laughs) Do y'all really think this is a compliment? And furthermore, why the fuck do you care, Gladys? These are kids. People from 16 to 18 years old, and not your kids at that. Why can't he wear a designer belt or Gucci shades or loafers with no socks? Why can't he pull... (laughs) Why can't he pull up with Travis Scott braids or that afro that requires a sponge? Why can't she have an off-the-shoulder dress or some mesh and cutouts? If they feel good in it <laughs> and their mama bought and sent them off in the shit, why are you on the internet fake concern? Telling people this doesn't measure up to your personal stands of quote-unquote class. Nobody, and I can't emphasize this next part enough, nobody gives a single fuck what you think, Timothy. Y'all motherfuckers start policing black kids' self-expression as soon as they come out the coochie. I feel bad for these kids y'all are raising who may never be able to be themselves because you'll be too concerned with how other people view them. Take your ideas of class, wrap them in a little Ziploc, top them with a healthy amount of KY jelly, and place it between your (laughs) uptight ass cheeks. Leave people kids alone. They're going to prom. Something that in the grand scheme of things don't mean shit. Let them wear what they want. Worry about that whack-ass cummerbund you wore to your prom 40 years ago. Signed, Big Purr. <laughs> Not a cummerbund. <laughs> Niggas really use, did used to do that. Matching with their dating and everything. Everybody got the same diable shit. I remember that shit vividly. Yeah. Why are y'all so worried about people's kids anyway? That's my question. I mean, you know the kids' um, prom outfits have been meme these past couple of years because it's, you know, a VH1 reunion for them. That's where they're like, oh, I'm going right. to kill it for these. Bi-. But like this person, Big Purr, said, it's prom. It's like, it's prom. Like, it's not... You know what and I'm what saying? Is the like harm in letting teenagers have fun. The presidential inauguration, <laughs> right. where they're each becoming the president. It's like prom. <laughs> These people have no power over your day to day life. It is one night of like fun and getting dressed up and makeup and feeling special. Like what? What is the issue with that? How are y'all mad? 
I mean, I have seen some prom dresses that were basically floss where I'm like, wow, you, your mama is progressive, <laughs> but like, or just like didn't know or whatever the fuck. But for the right. most part, it's like, yes, the kids want to be fly and sexy and hot, whatever that means to them <laughs> or their school or generation or district, city, whatever. It is one night where they get to be flashy and gaudy and ridiculous and most of them are what, yeah, sixteen to eighteen years old, where they will right. likely look back at these outfits and cringe <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Just like the rest of us. Just like the rest of y'all. So I don't understand. <laughs> Let them just be young. I really like that they also pointed out that like y'all grown and talking about children that are not yours. Right. Like I get like the memes and like the vibe because again, some of these outfits are crazy and so like yes us talking about them making jokes about some of them or whatever because like remember the rihanna dress one oh yeah bad girl bad girl like sometimes it's just inescapable sometimes it is yeah that's true we're gonna have fun but being like oh y'all need to take notes see this is how you supposed to dress his hair is clean and cut and short and you know she got a perfect wrap and <laughs> like, oh, <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> like get the fuck out of here like yeah yeah, so I'm I enjoy. So those. worried about these kids. So worried about kids and like. When honestly, I mean, girl, it's fucking prom, girl. Calm down. <laughs> since most of these kids weren't raised by you, they probably got a better chance at life. So, <laughs> I mean, like, and and so what if they look back and they're like, "Wow, what the fuck did I wear to prom?" Because who doesn't feel that way? I don't understand what the problem is. Rare is the person who is like 20 years out of high school who looks back at their prom picture and doesn't think, oh, my God, <laughs> look at my little young ass self. Let look them wear their little Hennessy Carolina ass dress to prom. <laughs> right. Shut Let up. them wear their fashion over finest. I had to work because my mama said she was not paying for no part of prom. If I wanted to go, I had to pay for that shit myself. I know. that's And right. I had to work and go buy my own dress. And I picked this Cinderella baby blue ass shit with like... <laughs> a fitted bodice and a big poofy like i did the whole like and i look back at it now and like so many of the girls in my class were dressed sexy and i was very much dressed like i was auditioning for a disney role mm -hmm. and i i don't regret it but i look at it and i think like look at this little baby like this is a child that's what you're supposed to think even if and it so is the like fact that other grown ass people be looking at these kids and not thinking like oh my god let them babies have a night like how do you not see yourself in that the only thing that like looking at the picture that's attached here the only thing that i could say is probably super beneficial about like these because they l legit look like obama's like this is a very basic <laughs> very basic tux he's wearing it's a very nice like lacy black gown that she's wearing it's like timeless you know what i mean okay. like many people who look like back on their prom outfits and cringe mm -hmm. and that's most of all yeah it's, it's because you were wearing something that you thought was hot for and fashionable at the time <laughs> and you're gonna look back at that when you're an adult in 15 years where fashion does not look like that anymore yeah and be mm -hmm. like uh it's just it's inevitable so like Again, these kids are going to cringe at their outfits any motherfucking way. Their haircuts, their choice of shoe and belt, all of that. Just the same way that you did. So mind your business as if you go to free before 11 looking cute now as a grown up weirdo. 
Yeah. Like there are plenty of things to be worried about the kids for, but like the things they wear yeah. to prom <laughs> almost always not something grown people need to be stressing themselves out about. This is how every generation goes. Every generation feels like the one or two behind them is like deeply flawed and going to be the end of civilization and all that. And every single time they manage to find a way. Mm-hmm. So like just stay in your old ass lane. It's good up here. I actually love it up here. <laughs> and for every like prom dress or suit or whatever, that's like, what is going on here? There's always yeah. one that's also extra as fuck. That's like, yes, in Deed. Like they're like the kids are also turning it. Can we like can we acknowledge that as well? Like the girls are out here getting custom fits and like cinched waists (laughs) and trains and like hair jewelry. Like the kids are makeup and lashes alone, child. I did my own makeup for prom. I can't imagine one of these kids doing that. Kente cloth wraps and 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 skirts and and all kinds of cultural references. Like there are also outfits out here that are sickening. Like the prom for these kids is the Met Gala. Let them have fun. Right? Are you mad because you didn't have a Met Gala? <laughs> yes. Yes. There ain't no reason to take it out on the younger generation. You know what you can do? You, whatever birthday you have coming, I up, was get your just Met Gala. going. Your big grown ass can do a celebration if you want to. You have a day every year. Every year. Every year there's one that's for you. Dress up, bitch. Recreate your prom. People been doing that forever. Have the party you want to (laughs) have. But let these kids Be thankful that you can do it on your own terms. Right. Instead, you over here looking bitter and old, mad at kids for enjoying their lives. Oh, damn. That's probably the oldest shit you can do. Because that's what every old nigga do. Is there anything... Like, that's the one thing you don't stop doing. Right? Like, you could just not hate. Like, (laughs) it will be my goal forever to not hate on young people simply for being young. Mm. Well, sometimes it's hard. (laughs) I mean, I can see that. I can see that. But, like, the outward expression of hating on young people, that is at least what I can control. Perhaps I am a bit jealous deep down inside somewhere, but I'm not going to put that on some kids who don't deserve it. Yeah. I mean, they're passing around a photo of a... I'm going to keep that to myself. Passing around a photo of a discman right now asking the kids what it is. Yeah, and they don't know. Sometimes it's like, oh, wow, (laughs) I hate you. I was watching the Upshaws and they were talking about this Bobby Brown commemorative plate. You were watching the... I'm sorry. Go ahead. I did. And I actually loved the Upshaws. Is it good? I really did. I haven't watched it. I was shocked at how um, non-offensive it was. Really? It doesn't look offensive yeah. to me. It looks pretty No, sad. no, I mean, but I expected... Oh, because Mike off. Epps and Wanda Sykes. Yes, because Mike Epps and to a slightly lesser degree Wanda Sykes, I expected <laughs> some things that I was not going to like. But first of all, it's the first family sitcom I can think of where people are actively cussing every episode and they don't act like teenagers don't cuss. The teenagers on the cast cuss as, cuss as well. Like cuss? Especially, they cut. I mean, they say like shit, damn, stuff like that. Oh, okay. But like, they don't tend to do it around their, in fact, they never do it around their parents, I don't think. But, True um, they right, but they don't act like teenagers don't cuss. So I do love the cussing. And also, they handle some specific plot lines 
with a lot more grace than I thought they would. So I really enjoyed the Upshaws. I'm going to check it out. But, um, damn, I don't remember why I brought them up. What was I talking about? We were talking about these dresses and gowns and getting older. Prom. Well, I don't remember. I was talking about the disc men and how, like, these kids don't remember Oh, yes, the Bobby Brown plate. So, so this nigga is trying to explain to these kids like New Edition and Bobby Brown and like all these niggas went on tour. And he was like, after he got through saying all this about how important this plate was, the little 13 year old boy was like, I'm gonna be real with you. I don't understand none of the words you just said, but whatever. And I was like, yo, how do you not understand? <laughs> Boys to men and Bobby Brown. <laughs> I took that very personally. Yeah. Hurts. I took that very personally, but at the same time, you know, that's what y'all look like, though. If you was like really gonna be mad at a child for that and like really vent out your anger at this young person for being young, like, do you have any idea how foolish you look right now? Or it's like, you know, when they hear Petey Pablo and they're like, oh, this is Sweetie song. It is. <laughs> oh my God. And that is the same <laughs> thing my parents yeah. said. When niggas was sampling shit all throughout the 90s. They said that same thing. When Lauryn Hill. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That All the Amy's. They will never get over it. They won't to this day. They'll never get over it. We get it. (laughs) (laughs) That song was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, you could not get away from it. And my Amy kept saying... I just want you to know that 25 years ago when this first came out, they ran it out then. Mm -hmm. And I'll be damned if I sit here and listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, young people were killing me softly the fuck out. And my auntie was like, I got enough of it when it came out in the 70s. Leave me the hell alone. Yes, please. Like, the same, it's the same thing. Because generational, this just repeats. And one day these kids who are young now will be old and they will understand and they will be yelling crazy things like it. This is just how it goes. Just, like you might as well just let young people be young. They are going right. to go through the exact same thing. The yeah. same thing. It's promised. So just let them go to prom, girl. <laughs> let them go to prom. Yeah. Get over yourself. And let them kids have fun. Yes, I would be far less worried about what they're wearing and more worried about what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> what, Especially, like, after prom. What's going on after prom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would be way more concerned with that shit. Yeah. And even a lot of that, honestly, my grown adult ass would be like, just please come home alive. <laughs> like, come home alive. I mean, alive. and you know what? And they have Uber now. <laughs> they do. And they so do. many of us drove home after prom or after the after party, and it's like if you could, there could be nothing less safe than this. If you could just come home living, and with without being an expected parent, right? Well, I mean, listen, you cross your fingers and hope for the best. Mm-hmm. You pray that you have taught your child what they need to know, and then you let them go. And I was a square. I was a square for most of most of my high school experience. Mm, so like and and still would like I'm not gonna like rip my hair out if I find out that my kid smoked a blunt at after prom or something. Or was, oh yeah, no. Even though I never did, I would that's not the sort of thing I would trip off of as a parent. Exactly. <laughs> I just yeah. would, you know, 
I don't want to raise no babies. I mean, and I, I, <laughs> I anticipate by the time you old enough for prom, I would have taught you something about weed. <laughs> <laughs> Factual facts. Look who your mama is. Of course, you know something about weed, nigga. That is so. Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna let you know something flat out. As soon as we get to like that, the the age where I'm satisfied in in the teens, I'm yeah. like. Come here before you go anywhere else. So at least I know. Oh, you're going to be that what you're, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I would rather you smoke in the house. Because A, I know what you're smoking. And B, I'll know that you know what wood, good wood give. What good weed. <laughs> <laughs> what good weed hits like. You need to be like. Yeah. So your expectations are where they need to be. Niggas can't impress you with your with no mid shit. Or <laughs> no fucking Reggie. Have no weird Seize lace shit, shit that you yes. I need you to understand how right. how weed works. That I can do for you. I don't have too much extensive knowledge in a lot of the new things because my God, besides, you know, the things I haven't done, like the LSDs, still trying to try shrooms and all the girls. Oh, I, yeah, we're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, like that's the that's my cutting off. We're point. definitely going to do I've that. Actually, yeah. actually, the last time that we talked about uh, drugs on the podcast or whatever, like the next day, I ended up Bless watching you. this movie on on Twitch called Climax, which is like, <laughs> it's like a horror movie. But it's oh, I was like say it sound nasty. It's about a bunch of motherfuckers that overdose on LSD and completely oh like rip each other to shreds. Oh it's, my it's, god! It's I was like, oh, sobriety, cool, no problem. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have never tried LSD or acid or anything like that, but I was oh like. My god. I don't even know if I want this Casamigos like after I watched that movie. I can't not with you. I was like, but yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, they're doing they have all the synthetic things and stuff going on in the streets okay. and stuff for the children. Like there's so many we so many like drugs that motherfuckers are making. Or then like Finding household stuff that they discover is a drug, like Tide Pods. Yeah. Or, oh Lord, the the kids have outgrown that. Fabulous. That's Gen Z now. See, they they outgrew them Tide Pods. They went on to do TikTok, so they doing all right. Mm. But I, I mean, yeah, I I think I would kind of want to do the same thing while at the same time emphasizing that I don't want my teenagers smoking weed. Mm. Um. <laughs> Because it does, you know, it is probably not the best thing to do, especially with the brain development the way it is. And yeah, with with how important it is for teenagers, adolescents to <laughs> to get the things they need. It's like this is dope. I'm not going to lie to you like it is fun. But also, can you wait <laughs> to do this regularly? Like, can we just oh, how can I convince you to only do this on your birthday and New Year's? <laughs> I'm not walking the kid in into it at all it's to me it would be a thing where it's like if i feel like you're doing it or if i feel like you're trying to go experiment with it i'm going to sit Mm. your ass down as a weed positive person and i'm going to put you up on game yes a wp period i'm not gonna sit down and smoke a blunt with your ass every motherfucking day but it's like if i feel like you're headed in that direction i will sit down i might let you hit a joint or a blunt or something like that and i'm going to be like look everything that you just said like 
your little punk ass young ass brain really doesn't need to be on anywhere over here because <laughs> like at you all. need to learn baby you need to learn <laughs> i understand that i'm also not a fucking drone and so i don't know what the fuck your ass is going to be doing all of the time right i would like you to be safe and know what's going on out here while right. preferably staying away from this altogether because my kid might be like me and be like um actually i would like to not do drugs thank you i am simply 15 <laughs> right <laughs> i was the same way like excuse y'all drugs i don't think so now alcohol shut your mouth and call me sally but <laughs> <laughs> not in high school i didn't drink till after i graduated from high school really yes <laughs> not you saying really i yes my first time having a drink was like senior skip day which was the unofficial day for okay. seniors to be like i'm not going to school no more because That's i've cute. completed it and so i don't have to no more um so yeah it wasn't until my graduation was like a sure thing that mm. i had some beer at senior skip day and it was disgusting mm. and i was like um i don't like this but then of course i went to college and immediately became an alcoholic i mean who didn't <laughs> 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 the first thing I actually bought cigarettes with my college ID before I was old enough to buy them legally. Yeah, and I told, I, yeah, I told the nigga at the gas station, I was like, "Would I have a college ID if I wasn't 18? And he sold them to me. Yeah, see, I didn't touch drugs until I was in my twenties because I was dating a nigga that was a huge pothead, and I was like, "Can't hey, meet some way. Oh yeah, I didn't smoke weed. Yes, I didn't <laughs> smoke weed regularly at all until i moved to new york so like mm -hmm. especially throughout my 20s it was very rare i smoked weed like two or three times a year mm -hmm. i can't imagine if i had started at 15 my god oh god i, I mean, can't even imagine i started I, I smoked my first blunt in college when i was maybe like 20 but i don't remember feeling high from it at all and we yeah, hot me either I wasn't inhaling right though. I don't think I was time. either. I don't think I was either. When you really learn to inhale, the game is yes. <laughs> I I was dating a nigga who was smoking like th all through his adolescence. Who was like, "This is how you do drugs." <laughs> no, yeah, but he taught me how to like properly do it or whatever yeah. and procure weed and things like that. And here we are now. I'm a professional, but <laughs> right. You know, yeah. I definitely would. St I think I would just be one of those parents who would want their kid to be a kid and be safe while also not being like heresy how does right how, how dare you in the eyes of god <laughs> like yeah like i'm not gonna act like this isn't a thing people do i'm also gonna educate you on it so that you can make um an educated decision exactly. about what you're gonna do like <laughs> Uh, but I don't have kids, so you know. Sure don't. <laughs> All super hypothetical over there. Uh, best of luck to everybody <laughs> raising kids and trying to figure that shit out. I don't know how we deviated from like prom to weed. Like, how do we do this? I mean, it goes hand in hand if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not smoke weed hard. at prom. <laughs> <laughs> that was you, okay? <laughs> I also was not smoking weed in high school. And I was offered weed regularly like <laughs> and i was always like mm, no thanks mm -mm, i no. prefer to keep on my dare t-shirt you know you don't remember <laughs> i do <laughs> so 
Yeah. And you you called me a nerd, nigga. You was wearing them dirty shirts. I was not really wearing the dirty shirts, but mm. I was like a complete no. Nah, I was like scared of what it felt like. I wasn't even yeah. scared of getting in trouble. I was just I was scared of what being high was. Yeah. <laughs> Which is usually still my approach to drugs. <laughs> but like, yeah. Yeah. I too am scared. I well, I was scared of getting in trouble, probably more than what I don't even think I thought about what I felt. Honestly, like. both. Yeah. Cause I also knew that I would have that been, been the end of my destroyed. life. Yes, that's if true. If I had too. gotten caught with drugs, oh my god, it would have been the end of my life. That's true as well. Yes, for sure. But oh, it was just okay. like all right. <laughs> it was it was a different vibe at that time. I'm glad that I did not smoke weed in high school or at uh, yes. in my teens. Right. Oof, my God. Who knows? If there are any of you listening, I would say, you know, just don't do it every day, Wait. girl. If there's you have a you have a lot of growing to do. Don't do it. If there's one thing we can promise you is that weed's not going anywhere. If anything It's not going nowhere. <laughs> it'll be easier for you to get in a few years. It's way easier for y'all to get it than it was for us. Yeah. So, so don't rush. It's always going to be there. Um, uh, but best of luck again to everybody. Yes, indeed. Raise kids in this day and age, and or be kids. Um, right. Also that. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode of the read. Check us out at thisistheread.com and on social media at thisistheread. You can find our merch at shoptheread.com. Any news from you this week, friend? Um. No, no ruse. Okay. No ruse. I can't words. I'm so tired. <laughs> Thanks I can't for even listening. tell you how busy everything has been. Like <laughs> I it's am literally on fumes. Just madness. It don't make no sense. How but most of it is right now. Most of them are are pretty little flower buds that are going to bloom into something badass. Wow. And when they do, we'll be able to be like, hey guys, look at our flowers. And then we'll be excited and guys will be excited. But until then, I'm fucking tired. Oh yeah, until then it's absolute <laughs> madness and constant dread. Um, <laughs> so yeah. You know, the good with the bad and the you bad. Know, here's looking to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, hoes, we will see y'all next week. <laughs>